You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Tonight let's read Psalm 2. 12 verses, there's quite a bit in it, no time for a thorough explanation, but let's hit some highlights. It's a very important psalm. Of course, we think about these songs of Zion that the people would sing. And here is one that is so clearly messianic. For Christians, we can't think of anything other than Jesus, partly because we'll recognize uh, quotes from this in the longest prayer in the New Testament, Psalm uh, excuse me, Acts 4, the Apostles' Prayer to the, to the Lord after they began to be persecuted by the Sanhedrin. The Prayer of the Apostles quotes this psalm. The book of Hebrews uh, will quote uh, in chapter 2, uh, will quote uh, this psalm as well as a uh, number of other places. Uh, there will be quotes in in First Peter, uh, Acts 13, a few other places. So familiar psalm to us. Boy, it, I would be almost, it'd just be impossible for those acquainted with the story of Christ to not see Christ in this psalm. So we get Messianic psalms right, right at the front of the songbook. Psalm 2, why did the nations rage and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord Jehovah and his anointed, saying, let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. So let's do what we want. Let's get rid of the plan of Jehovah and his anointed, of course, uh, synonym for anointed there is Messiah. We note the two here, the Lord and his Messiah. Um, in ancient Judaism, they knew in so many places of the Old Testament that there was somebody like Jehovah with Jehovah. For Christians, it became very easy to see Jesus, and I think that's right. Uh, as they reorganized the thought and um, kind of reason for being for Judaism after the Messiah came and they rejected him, after they were driven from Jerusalem and no longer had a temple, you no longer had temple Judaism, but rabbinic Judaism, then this idea of, of two uh, together, two powers, or even two Jehovahs, it got purged from Jewish thought because it was so complementary to Christian thought. But Christians understood who this was from the start once Jesus came and revealed himself. He who sits, verse 4, he who sits in the heavens laugh, and the Lord holds them in derision, then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. That's about Jesus' um, elevation and glorification in his resurrection. That's not about his birth. He becomes the only begotten in several passages at the time of his birth. Well, you don't really think of that, that with nativity. But this is where he was elevated and it was, he was vindicated and made known. 
Ask of me and I'll make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron and dash them to pieces like a potter's wheel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the king or serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath is kindled quickly. Blessed are all those who take refuge in him. There's a lot there. As I say, it's quoted pieces of this number of New Testament verses. But one thing that strikes me is this. This, the, the son is glorified. The son is given a rod of iron. The son will dash them. If you go against the son, you will perish. And his anger is quickly kindled. This is one of the best summaries of the book of Revelation I know. This is what Revelation is about. Those kings of the earth who took their stand against the Messiah and were crushed. But in the book of Revelation, we have seven Beatitudes, uh, just like we have the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount. And here we have a Beatitude as well. Blessed are all those who take refuge in him. So come along with the program. The kings are against it. The nations are against it. The people are against it. But it will end poorly for them that do. But you who kiss the son, you who acknowledge the son, you who go along with what God is doing and his only begotten, you'll be blessed. Take your refuge in him. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.